That's Summer by Kayleigh Bell. Ian Carmo Jones is in studio. You liked that tune, didn't you? Well, yeah, I like the idea of summer. I haven't bloody had one yet. <laughs> I'm a little bit over that. You live uh, in Auckland, you're from Northland, your two provinces have been spashed. I know. She must have been um, singing about a distant past memory. <laughs> I, I'd imagine what she is, but uh, well done to her and, um, you know, Headlining with uh, Ed Sheeran, how cool. It's very cool, very cool, mate. Um, we're going to talk about your um, post-rugby uh, escapades and a, and a really important thing that you're going to be doing, but we'll do that in the next quarter of an hour. Um, but just seeing I've got you in a really good rugby brain, I love talking rugby with you. In the first hour we were talking about how do we replace all of these, you know, Coles has announced retirement, Frizzell, Ritalik, Smith, Barrett, Moanga, Whitelock, Savia, the list goes on. Um, but just the... We had a call about getting closer ties with Japan, and it was a really interesting call. And when the guy started talking, he said, "We take a top twelve guy, send them to Japan, and then they bring them back, and all that sort of thing." And I sort of warmed to the idea, but the overarching thing is something's going to have to change. We need some innovation. We can't just keep doing what we're doing in rugby in New Zealand. We'll start from the top, Staffy, and say no idea is a dumb idea. You say yes to everything, and you think about the details. How can we work it out? And the final decision or the final uh, tool that you have, maybe not exactly that same idea that one of your callers uh, phoned in, but the genesis will be started like that. So we do mm. absolutely have to have out-of-the-box thinking. Uh, what's really important to New Zealand rugby, the continuity of New Zealand rugby, the development of New Zealand rugby, we can start talking about that with some of our great All Blacks now leaving, is that domestic game. Starting at the grassroots rugby, the, the schools, then the clubs are really important to the development of New Zealand rugby, understanding the New Zealand system. Look, it's not the absolute best system in the world, but it's our system. Suits who we are, suits our psyche, and suits the All Blacks ultimately going to be. And then the NPC, really important. We do not dilute, continue to dilute what the NPC stands for, for the provinces and then up, of course, to the Super Rugby, up to the All Blacks. You start taking players offshore, and I don't dislike the idea at all because you've got to investigate the idea, uh, but you've also got to be aware of some of the consequences of that idea. Are you going to lose these players uh, to the bigger money in Japan? Are they going to say, oh, I would prefer the income I'm getting in Japan rather than being an All Black, which most New Zealanders absolutely just want if they stay here in this country? Um, the, the rule of keeping... Uh, players in this country to wear the black jersey has served us well. Has it um, used up its time? Well, I guess that's the debate we have mm. to have. So, yep, love uh, the ideas. They should keep throwing in ideas to your uh, your radio, your, your talk um, segment. And let's collate those ideas because, mate, we're all in this together, right? The people at New Zealand Rugby Union, as smart as they think they are, haven't got all the ideas. Mm. And no one should think they've got all the ideas. And passionate people out there... We'll have some brilliant ideas that we should all respect and listen to. So, yeah, well done. Thank you for that, uh, that idea. That was Thomas. Young kids. Yeah, that was oh, Thomas. Sure. Um, you're in a unique position, one of the few All Blacks that straddled amateur professional. So when you were amateur, um, were there offers, professional offers, were France going to pay money, were Japan going to pay money, UK going to pay money to an amateur Ian Jones? Uh, no, the only offer I had, and this is in 1992, was from uh, an AFL team in Melbourne, <laughs> actually, uh, <laughs> Collingwood, uh, because we were over there at 92, we were training at the MCG, et cetera, et cetera, and, and, and the guy, I don't even know how serious he was, to be honest with you, but um, no, there was no other kind of <laughs> offers. Um, no, there wasn't those available, right? And, and I would have blanked them anyway, because, man, I was just so singly focused, 
on the All Blacks playing for New Zealand, uh, you know, building a legacy in this country and, and loving, absolutely loving uh, what I was doing. So my eyes weren't even open to the professional game. Now that's come in, uh, 1996 that came in and I guess that kind of changed some of our thinking uh, and that's developed uh, mm. as we can. But um, still I always go back, Staff, you know, these All Blacks have served New Zealand well. They do great for New Zealand. I never stress about our greats leaving the game because they will be replaced provided we invest in our domestic game. That's not maybe sending these 18-year-olds to Japan. Invest in our domestic game and we will keep churning out these great Bowden Barretts, the great Richie Mawangas, the great Dan Carters. Don't stress about these guys leaving because it opens the door for a replacement. Okay, the replacement, maybe not. You know, Bowden Barrett on day one, but he could be bloody better than Bowden Barrett after, you know, year five. The problem is, though, and it's a problem not just in the rugby industry, it's a lot of industry in New Zealand, and I bang on about this all the time. It's critical mass of New Zealand, we don't have money. And I agree, invest in the domestic game. Most of the money goes into the All Blacks because that springs in Silver Lake, that wins World Cups. But it's not sustainable because if you take away from that to put into the domestic game, all of a sudden you can't afford to keep All Blacks in New Zealand because they're getting offered double in France and Japan. It's a horrible situation. It's a tough situation, but I think a lot of rugby people out there in New Zealand will say we've been too top-heavy in this country, just everything focused on success at the All Black level. And yep, the arguments will come back well because we want to win World Cups, because we want to get these big commercial deals, we want to have need money to sustain this big ship, which is New Zealand rugby. Totally get all of those as well. But by spreading some love, really investing in our under-19 market, you know, make sure we're under-20 uh, rugby world cup champs like we used to be back in the day. That's where our great All Blacks have come from. Mm. Are they still coming from that under-19 level uh, in the last three to four years? That'd be a really nice stat to know. And then, you know, let's invest a lot in the women's game. Let's you know, springboard off, off the, the attractions, what they have. That'll bring in commercial revenue. So maybe it's a, we've got to distribute the wealth, distribute the love a little bit over all of those uh, teams. But I keep saying the All Blacks, I think, by and large, will take care of themselves because we are a rugby factory. We are passionate about the game. When you put on that black jersey, man, you feel invincible uh, anyway. Um, but you know, let's let's invest in our young players coming through. Let's show them a pathway, and you, you might earn a little bit more money offshore. But man, you're going to be an All Black in this country, and when you're an All Black for ten years, far out uh, that and the legacy and the uh, and the joy you get of that often far outweighs the money. Hypothetical question: Mark Robinson rings you and says, "Carmo, you're appointing the next All Black coach after the World Cup. Ian Foster's told us he's standing down." You appoint the next coaching team. Where do you go? Well, you go to, uh, I guess, the, the domestically, who's had the success in this country. Scott Robinson's had the domestic in this country, and people say, well, he's with the Crusaders. It's a bloody good team anyway. Well, it wasn't a great team uh, when he took it over, you know, under Toddy Blackadder, great all-black captain, great all-black uh, himself, but they weren't having the success. So Scott Robinson clearly has changed that and keep building on that legacy. And people will tell you who have won back-to-back titles, it's not easy to do. So why wouldn't we go for a, a Scott Robinson? And he's good like, with young players too. He's good with young players. We're going to have a lot of young players. He gives you a reason to, to play, you know, more than just representing Aotearoa. He gives you a reason to play. I mean, I love Jamie Joseph. I play a lot of rugby with Jamie Joseph and, and maybe he's a guy who puts his um, name in the hat. But Scott Robinson's here. Mm. He knows who we are. 
he understands who the All Blacks are. He understands New Zealand is. Um, and, mate, I reckon that means a lot. Mm. And he'd be lining up with Jason Ryan. Yeah, well, there we go. Forced to reckon with. There we go. Forced to reckon. Yeah, man, when we have some fun, and that's what rugby's about, right? Yes. We have, when we have some fun. Look, we, we would know the direction the All Blacks are heading in. We'll know what they mean. Win, lose, or draw, Razor would wear his heart in his sleeve. And either say, far out, that was a brilliant performance, or that was a crap performance. We've got to do better. I feel like a lot of the, if there's such a thing as a swing voter with All Black supporters, they would all swing on the Razor way. And it's the injection of enthusiasm and support from New Zealanders that the All Black brand has eroded a little bit in recent times. Mate, the All Black coach has to reflect who we are. Yeah. You know, and we are passionate New Zealanders, right? And you want your All Black coach to be the same. That's what, that's what Razor does with the Crusaders. Man, why wouldn't you get on that bloody bandwagon? Because the guy's up there smiling, having a great time, saying, I am so proud and humbled to be coaching this Crusaders team. I'm going to do my best for you guys. And, mate, we're with you. He'll say the same thing for the All Blacks. And we jump on that bloody bandwagon. We, we, we ride that storm. And, mate, when New Zealanders and they often our staff, but when New Zealanders get them behind this team, we're even better. <sighs> the all-black coach has to reflect what we are. That's one of the greatest lines I've heard <laughs> in this whole coaching debate. We'll leave it there, Carmo, because I've got another really important message for you. The I Am Hope Challenge, it's fantastic. I love the stuff you do for charity. It's, you're passionate about it. You throw yourself at it. So we'll talk about that after the break. Ian Jones, stick around. Welcome back in, still in studio, Ian Carmo, Jones, All Black 902, I think it is, All Black 902. Um, You're wearing a t-shirt that says, Jew Drop Hope Challenge. If someone said to me, what's that? I said, hang on, I'll ask Ian Jones. Ian Jones, what is the Jew Drop Hope Challenge? Yeah, the Jew Drop Hope Challenge is a challenge that myself and another good mate of mine, Rick Wells, former Commonwealth Games gold medalist, triathlon world champion. World champion, now from New Zealand's first. Yeah, 1990, uh, he won a Commonwealth Games here in Auckland, and a bunch of others, including Mike King, who is uh, the I'm Hope at Gumboot Friday in particular, uh, doing effectively staff a triathlon from Cape Reinga, so the top of uh, the North Island, to Wellington, bottom of the North Island, but the co- coastal route. So uh, run, swimming and biking, effectively the coastline of the East Coast down to Napier. Wow. Uh, then we're hopping on bikes and biking the Gentle Annie. A lot of people out there will know the Gentle Annie from Napier to Tie Happy to get ourselves effectively over. That is a heck of a ride. I've to, driven that once, the, yeah, never again. To the West Coast <laughs> and, um, and then end up in Wellington. It's over 16 days raising firstly uh, money. Uh, and if you have a look at www.hopechallenge.co.nz, it'll show you all the details, link there to a Give a Little page. So hopechallenge.co.nz. But more so than that, staff, it's about raising awareness of what is Gumboot Friday, what they can do for our kids out there, uh, the free counselling service. Um, it's fast, it's efficient, and it's just Kiwis helping Kiwis. So we're doing this over the course of the 16 days. Um, some big brutal days, 10, 11 hours per day, run swimming and biking, the coastline, as I mentioned, and then at the nights, we'll hit most of the 16 towns, around about 4, 35 o'clock uh, most nights, where Mike will have a community event. Uh, we'll just start these conversations because, as you know, staff, we all look after, I certainly do anyway, look after my physical fitness all the time, There's a lot of swimming running, but we don't always look after our mental fitness, Right. Um, and for me, it links hand in hand. And we just want to start these conversations in these communities. And Mike will start the conversations with his team from Gumboot Friday. And we'll just have these cool community events, real positive events. 
in the 16 towns that we're going through, uh, raising that money and awareness for Gumboot Friday. Where did the good bastard gene come from in you? You do so much. I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable, but you do so much for charities and movements. you got the kitchen on the North Shore mm. and you feed people and, and people muck in and get around you. Where did that come from? I don't know where it came from. I mean, from my family, of course, and, and my wife as well. But I've been blessed, Steph. I've got a great life. I've, I've been very, very blessed. I love to share that blessing. And I'm in a situation where I can do these things. And if you can, why don't you? Uh, and, and so I do. Uh, and things, the challenges, me and Rick a couple of years ago swam from Great Barrier Island to Takapuna, 100 Ks. Ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, but, but because of these quite epic challenges, I just absolutely love to, I need something to get me out of bed and motivate me in the morning to absolutely train. Uh, and, and there will be some hardships during these 16 days, but never any more hardships uh, than the people who are suffering in this instant for Gumboot Friday mental health are going through. So that's kind of always drive me. So I'm in a situation, physically and mentally, uh, to be able to do it. So I do. Uh, and I just love being around people. I love doing epic shit, really. <laughs> yeah. And this is epic. I mean, the, the days will be fairly challenging, but the real challenge, staff, is the 16 days back to back. Because we're not young athletes <laughs> at all. I mean, we're not young. Uh, and and we, we, we've set this, okay, we're going to be leave A, hit B. We just now have to go out and do it. And far out, would you think, these road closures and a cyclone coming and we never, no plan B. I don't know what plan B is. I told Rick this morning, well, plan B is you put on a raincoat, mate. That's probably it. Mm. Um, and we'll do it. We'll do it. So honestly, please, guys, hop on... Um, hopechallenge.co.nz or follow us on Insta, which is Dewdrop Hope Challenge. Heaps of cool photos along the way. There'll details where we're going to be in our community events, like day one, Monganui, day two, we're in Russell, go one tree point all the way down to, to here, um, Auckland, Waiheke. It's going to be awesome, man. Uh, just got a text in, which I'll read you. Uh, it says, uh, now, Staffy. That's why I've always admired the Carmo kid. He's one of us. He's always given back, using his status to help Kiwis. Don't you ever change Carmo. That's nah. from PJ and Tamuka. <laughs> Thank you, champ. Tamuka, we're not getting to Tamuka. Maybe next year <laughs> you can plop me a course and, and think of something pretty cool down to do in the South Island. This year is the North Island. And that very quickly, four months ago when we raised this with Mike King, he couldn't swim. Well, wow, really? Rick's taught him how to swim. And the challenging bit Mike's going to do, which is um, 20th of, no, 18th of February, sorry, he's swimming from Fishman's Wall, so Northcote Point, the Harbour Bridge, to West Haven. It's 1K, but it's a challenging 1K. Mate, if you couldn't swim a few months ago, correct, a 1K harbour swim? Yeah, this guy's been pretty damn determined. I've been so impressed by Mike, his, his willingness to, to push himself, get himself out of his comfort zone. Uh, so that's going to be a challenge. So come down, cheer Mike on. Uh, about 8 o'clock in the morning at the Royal Yacht Squadron, we're going to have a, a bit of a, a breakfast and a fry-up and et cetera. And, and, and yeah, see Mike come out, uh, worse for wear, but, but he will come out. Uh, and then we're going to have a little hikoi down to down to Judges Bay, basically, and, and um, walk around and paddle out to Waiheke. Oh, wow. Stunning. Some awesome days, man. Yeah. And and the amazing thing is, I, I'd imagine the charities, thank you, Mike King, will thank you, the general public, thank you. Have you had any thank yous from someone in the public that, through your actions, you have helped? Yeah, oh, the feedback's unreal. And serendipity is a big thing for me, staff, and I... 
because I wrecked, well, I basically wrecked the course on Google Maps, right? I said, yep, that looks doable. Uh, I don't know if it is doable, but... <laughs> You're about uh, to find out. Uh, about to find out. It looks doable. But anyway, I drove up uh, a couple of months ago to Cape Ranga, and I was up there by myself, uh, but in, in Mike's truck, I Am Hope truck. And as I was walking down, a, a lady... And, a, and she won't mind me talking about her and her mother walking up. And they'd just finished the Te Aroa Trail Bluff to Cape Rianga, raising money for I Am Hope. Seriously? 100%. And they did, they did that because uh, the daughter, and I won't mention her name, she suffered bad anxiety. But the way they got over it was, was getting outside and walking. And they walked the length of the country. Now, not everyone can do that, right? Mm. But these, this mother and, and daughter did. And I thought, well, these are the people we're helping. Because, Steph, I've got kids, but everyone out there with kids, New Zealand kids are our kids. They're, they're we are all, one big we family. We are one big family. And, and Kiwis love helping Kiwis. And that's what we should do. New Zealand's kids are our kids. And we have a duty of care to look after our kids and, and, and their families and say, mate, there is an option Gumboot Friday will offer you free counselling. It is quick. There's no stigma attached to it. Like, mate, we all far out, you went for a run. That's doing, you're doing awesome. Oh, far out, you went to a counsellor. Are you okay? Well, we don't want that to be in the conversation. It's just part of what we should be doing. So, yeah, look, man, I am I am passionate about things I do. This is going to be pretty cool. Please jump on that website if you can. And look, not everyone is in the situation at the moment to give a little, but uh, have a look on the Give a Little page. But if you can't give and you are where we're going to be en route, please just come down, say good day, have a conversation with us. Uh, and, and give us your love, man, because we're going to need some energy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we get energy from people, right? Yeah. So, 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 man, if I'm looking ragged and I, I've lost my humor, please come and hug me. Um, <laughs> and when you hug me, I'll spark back up. So each day, does it start with something or does each day finish with something where people can come and e- give you that each, hug and that crunchy e- Each bar? day, 4.30, will finish with something. So, for instance, day one, Cape Ranga Lighthouse to Monganui, finish around 4.35 o'clock. We're at the Monganui Four Square, Monganui pub on the same street, opposite each other, and we're going to have a community event, right? Day two, we're going to, uh, day two is pretty cool. Have we got time to talk quickly about day two? we've still got about three or four minutes. Okay, day two is one of my highlight days, actually, is we we bike Monganui to the stone store in Kirikiri. Then Natikuri, the the, the local iwi up there, we're going to hop on a couple of their waka. Uh, from the stone store, paddle out the inlet for people who know that. Uh, and then we have permission, and this is a real privilege for New Zealanders. We're actually going to uh, beach, uh, come into the treaty grounds of Waitangi, but Hobson Beach. So that's where the flotilla of Waka you would have seen wow. the other day yep. leave from. Uh, going to be greeted by a haka there, by, by our, our, our brothers up there at Waitangi. Uh, which would be awesome, powerful. And then we're going to run to Pai here, swim across to Russell, and we're going to have a community event oh, about 4, 3, 5 o'clock in Russell. So that's pretty cool. I have connections myself at One Tree Point, Ruakaka. So the next day it's, it's Russell all the way down the coast, uh, which is a big day, 12 hours, 11, 12 hours to, to One Tree Point. Once more, we're going to have a community event and, and just get the locals in and you know, One Tree Point, Ruakaka, Marsden Bay, those kind of together, and just have these cool conversations. And that's, we're doing that all the way down to Napier, then all the way across to Taihapi, Foxton, 
Parapuram, then into into Wellington. So, where's your last stop? Uh, well, I call it Parliament. Uh, Mike King calls it the Shite House. <laughs> he, he says we're going from the Lighthouse to the Shite House. <laughs> But I say from Cape Anger to, to Parliament. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You'll probably hit your hide behind a tree while he's going off. First of March. So uh, we finish first uh, of March, so 16 days later. Uh, but yeah, absolutely that website again, hopechallenge.co.nz or follow us uh, on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Dew Drop Hope Challenge. And that is D U E. D U E. D U E Drop Challenge. And Dew Drop is a wonderful new foundation. Dew is in now paying their dues. Mm. Uh, once more, it's it's great Kiwis looking after after Kiwis, and you know for those people who don't know what Gumboot Friday is, free counselling service for under twenty five, um, all New Zealanders uh, age, I mean up to twenty five, but no no other um, criteria there. You bring them up, they'll look after you, and, and that's what we're raising the money for. Uh, money's good, uh, awareness is also really important. Uh, and a hug at the end of it. And day. a hug at the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> I love I, I love hugs, man. I, I love hugs, and I just like doing epic stuff, man. Mm. And, and this is epic, and 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 Rick's the same. You know, Rick, sixty odd year old aging athlete. Uh, Richie Barnett, is, who's does a lot of work for I'm Hope, is going to be along for the journey Brilliant. as well. So nice to have Richie there. Mike will be part uh, of what we're doing. Uh, but please, if you you are seeing us and. And you got a bike or you've got a pair of running shoes, come and, come and run beside us. Uh, we won't be going fast. Uh, <laughs> You're going long. <laughs> we'll be going long. Hey, Carmo, uh, brilliant, brilliant to have you in studio. And I just reiterate what our listeners, and I know the text messages will come in once you've gone, saying how awesome it was to have you. So preempting that. Uh, it's just wonderful what you do and giving back to everybody. And as, as PJ said, you're using your status. Um, and I would encourage. Carmo, I've known him for a long time. He's one of the most welcoming, engaging blokes. When he says come to one of our things at 4.30 or 5, get on that website, see their chart, and if you're in the North Island, go to your nearest one. You will not regret it, and you're part of a really, really important message. Take your kids with you. Mm. Take your kids with you and just have them being in and around Mike King, and you're not going to be having the serious talks, but just have the conversation and normalise stuff. Carmo... I uh, could talk to you all day. Brilliant what you're doing, mate. Absolutely brilliant. And we'll come back and we'll have a chat to you once it's all done, eh? Yeah, thank you very much. Take care. Cheers, mate. Oh, let's go for the new sport and weather. Oh, tease the vault. Ring if you want to play the vault, 0800 150 You get three yes, no questions. Um, we're close to opening it, I reckon. I can't even, I'll figure out how much you're playing for. It's at least 200. Uh, new sport and weather, then the vault. Ring us now.